It's October 5th. You're listening to the President's Daily Brief. I'm your host and former CIA officer, Brian Dean Wright. Your morning intel starts now. We've got a special edition of the PDB this morning. It's a totally new episode on the Dirty Green Revolution. And today, it's all about electric vehicles. For those unaware, we had a four-part series starting on September 12th that looked into solar, wind, batteries, and the mining of materials to make those batteries. Now, the goal was to apply a critical eye towards these renewable industries and ask whether they're really as green and without cost as proponents tell us. Well, one thing that we didn't look into a few weeks back was electric vehicles. And it's really important that we do. And the reason is that Joe Biden signed a $370 billion bill last month with billions to make sure that you buy one of these electric vehicles. Plus, in the past couple of weeks, the states of California, New York, and others have passed laws banning the sale of new gas-powered vehicles by the year 2035. And of course, car manufacturers, they're getting in on this too. General Motors, for example, has announced that they will stop building gas-powered cars by 2035 as well. So we have to talk about this as a country and as consumers. Now to do that, I want us to imagine that we are inside the car dealership staring down our salesman. And we've already peppered him with questions about some of the more horrific things that we talked about during the previous episodes of Dirty Green. For instance, the batteries inside that car we're about to buy, well, those minerals may well have come from child miners in the Congo. And then those minerals were almost certainly sent to China to refine and manufacture into batteries, meaning that your purchase of this electric vehicle is about to fund child labor and the communists in Beijing. You know, but maybe you're okay with that. Maybe you're going to buy one of these dirty green cars because of something more important to you, climate change. Well, you should still ask three very important questions before, of course, you pull the trigger and make that purchase. First and most obviously, how much does this car cost to buy? Second, how much does it cost to maintain and insure? Finally, and this one I promise will shock you, how long does it take to fill up the tank? In other words, how long does it take to charge the car's batteries? So let's start with that first question. How much is that car going to cost us? Well, according to the Kelly Blue Book, the average price of a new electric vehicle is just over $66,000. Now, that is a lot more than what most people pay for a new gas-powered car, which averages about $43,000, again, according to Kelly Blue Book. In other words, the price of an electric vehicle is actually pretty comparable to what a buyer would normally spend on a luxury vehicle, like a BMW i4 or a Mercedes-Benz E-Class. Now, to be fair, the government really wants you to buy these electric vehicles, so they are offering you incentives. Specifically, some electric vehicles under this Biden deal are eligible for a federal tax rebate of up to $7,500. But, and there's always a but, to get that rebate, New electric vehicles can't cost more than $55,000 for sedans and $80,000 for SUVs and trucks. But wait, the average cost of an electric vehicle is already above that threshold. So that's kind of a problem. It knocks out a huge number of makes and models from eligibility. But wait, there's more. To get that full rebate, the cars, metals, and batteries have to be 40% made in North America. 
But as PDB listeners will probably recall, the United States does very little mining for those metals and minerals, most especially inside the batteries. Instead, all that material is almost exclusively coming from Australia, Chile, the Congo, and China. But wait, there's even more and more. The price of these electric vehicles are set to keep going up. And I mean way up. And the reason? Those darn batteries. Remember, these things are huge. They weigh over a thousand pounds depending on the make and the model. And that includes hundreds of pounds of rare metals. So the price of these metals is skyrocketing. For example, the prices of nickel and lithium have more than tripled since 2017. Cobalt is similar. Mining executives say that the prices for these critical battery minerals will continue to rise through at least 2035 because demand is so high. Plus, new mines can't be opened fast enough, in part because of environmental protests, which is rather ironic. Okay, so that takes care of the first question, the cost of an electric vehicle. So the key takeaway here is it's going to be expensive, very expensive, and it's likely to get much worse because of the cost of those batteries. And that takes us to our second question that you should ask of your salesman. How much is that vehicle going to cost me to maintain and insure as compared to a gas-powered vehicle? So let's talk about maintenance. Electric vehicles have far fewer parts as compared to a gas vehicle. That means, according to AAA, that the average cost to maintain an electric vehicle is going to run you about 950 bucks annually, which is a savings, actually, of about $330 over a gas-powered vehicle. But, oh, here we go again with the butts. The cost of repairing an electric vehicle can be significantly more than a gas-powered car. According to a recent study of one of the most common insurance claims, specifically for when a small or non-luxury brand car has a modest front-end damage, in other words, a little fender bender, the average electric vehicle cost to repair that kind of accident was $4,041. That's about 27% more than a traditional car in that same kind of accident. And if you had a midsize or luxury brand electric vehicle, whew, the average claim there was $8,037 in repairs, or 53% higher than traditional cars for that same kind of accident. But why is that? Well, the bottom line is that the repair parts are more expensive to make, all based on their materials. And oh my goodness, that battery. If your electric vehicle's battery gets damaged and it's not under warranty, you are looking at a $20,000 repair bill for a new one. One of the other issues on repairs, by the way, since electric vehicles are a new technology, there are fewer technicians trained to service them. That means qualified facilities will be harder to find and may charge more for repairs. Plus, studies show that it takes about 50% longer to diagnose and fix a problem on these electric vehicles compared to traditional vehicles. So all told, labor costs for repair are about 30% higher for your electric vehicle. And speaking of, what about those insurance costs? Well, since electric vehicles cost more and are more costly to repair, insurance companies are naturally going to charge you more. According to a study of insurance premiums, electric vehicles cost about 15% more a year to insure annually compared to a gas-powered vehicle. Plus, there's this. Electric vehicles tend to start on fire more often than gas-powered cars, especially during accidents. 
those batteries can be very finicky and a bit explosive. So the bottom line message, folks, on maintenance and insurance is this. If you own an electric vehicle, do not get into an accident. And yes, you are welcome for that very sage advice. All right, so we've talked about the cost of our car, the cost of repairs, and the cost of insurance. And now we are at the part of the brief that I am so very excited to share with you because it's the part that, frankly, I learned the most about. And I'm going to be honest with you, I've spent a few hours laughing over what I'm about to share. So let's imagine that we are back with our car salesman and we're still thinking about buying one of these dirty green machines. But we've got one final question. How long will it take to charge this electric vehicle? Because that's pretty important. With gas-powered cars, we pull into the pump, and depending on how full our gas tanks might be, you're spending anywhere from you know, two to five minutes to fill up. Okay, if you've got a semi or a big truck, maybe upwards of 10 minutes, especially with a slow pump. But what about for electric vehicles? Well, if your car salesman is honest, he's going to pour you a cup of coffee or maybe a cocktail because his answer, again, if honest, well, it's going to take him a long while. That's because there are at least five variables that will determine how long it takes to fill up your battery. Now, I'm going to give you the answer after we take a quick break, but I'm going to give you a little tease. It can take up to four days to fill those batteries. We'll be right back. Mike Baker here. I want to talk about, well, nobody's favorite subject, and that's debt. Now, being in debt is, well, it's like sinking in quicksand. You're trapped, you, you feel helpless, and the harder you struggle, the deeper in debt you can get. Now, if you're trapped in debt, let me suggest a solution. Done with debt. Now, Done with Debt has created a brilliant new strategy with one goal in mind, getting you out of debt quickly and permanently. Done with Debt stops the struggle. First, they stand between you and your bill collectors. Then, they negotiate a plan to end your debt permanently, without bankruptcy and, and without loans. They get you out of debt quickly and put more cash in your pocket monthly. But you need to contact Done With Debt right away because some debt solutions, well, they expire and you don't want to miss out. It's easy to get started. Go to donewithdebt.com and get a free consultation. You have nothing to lose. Talk with one of their experts and discover a strategy that could end your debt faster and easier than you thought possible. Visit donewithdebt.com. That's donewithdebt.com. Hey, Mike Baker here. Let me take less than a minute to talk about one of my favorite subjects, cigars. Now, there's something about great cigars, right? They require you to slow down a bit. They promote conversation and camaraderie. And when you're talking great cigars, of course, well, you're talking foundation cigar. It's where tradition meets innovation and where craftsmanship reigns supreme. I hope by now, after listening to me bang on about foundation cigar, that you've wandered down to your local cigar shop to give them a try. I'm a big fan of Foundation Cigar, that is clearly obvious, including their latest offering, the Wise Man Corojo and Madura. Inspired by Nicaraguan heritage and handcrafted in collaboration with my father's cigars, these cigars are the pinnacle of rich flavor and bold character. They really are the perfect gift for cigar lovers in your life. Maybe it's your pop, maybe it's your brothers, your friends, and of course, don't forget yourself. Go get a few, have them on deck for your next gathering, perhaps on the golf course or it's poker night. Wherever you and your pals are getting together, be a hero, bring out the Foundation Cigars. Ignite your senses 
and indulge in the artistry of these premium cigars from Foundation Cigar. You can check out their website, foundationcigar.com, or you can purchase them at a local cigar shop near you. Welcome back to the PDB. We are talking about the Dirty Green Revolution this morning, which of course is the series where we take a critical eye to the industries of solar and wind, batteries, and now electric vehicles. Because like it or not, folks, that's where we're headed, and you need to be ready for what's to come. So this morning, we're talking about electric vehicles, and we're imagining ourselves staring down our really tough car salesman, and we're asking tough questions in return. And now, we've gotten to our toughest question of all. How long does it take to charge my electric vehicle? So folks, grab that cup of coffee or a cocktail. Let's dive in. First, let's actually start with what's called your power source. Now, people call these chargers or charging stations, but that's not technically accurate. The charger is really inside your car. So we should call these things power sources because that's where you get your power from. But regardless, there are three different levels of electric power sources to fill up your car. They're called level one, level two, and level three power sources. Now, level one is the least efficient. It's the three-prong plug that you already have on your walls at home. So as an example here of how long it would take using a level one power source, if you buy a 2022 Tesla Model 3 long-range car, well, if you want to charge that from empty to full, that will take you four days. And I... (laughs) When I saw that, I kept imagining someone buying one of these cars. And after a a long day at work, you know, they come home to their spouse and they say, you know, honey, I got to take four days off of work, you know, to charge our our $100,000 car. Anyway, all right, let me get back on track. The bottom line is that level one charging will take you days to charge. By the way, this is all according to Tesla itself and reporting done by U.S. News and World Report. Carfax, Kelly Blue Book, and Car and Driver Magazine. Okay, that takes us to level two power sources, which are a bit faster, but they're also going to cost you a lot more. You have to buy the equipment and have it professionally installed by an electrician at your home. That's a cost of thousands of more dollars. Uh, And by the way, you will go from about four days of charging to mm, 12 hours, maybe, but more on that in a second. And by the way, good luck if you live in an apartment building or condo, because unless there's a free charging station in your garage, you'll need to stay overnight in a Walmart parking lot. That's because the public charging stations that you see there and elsewhere around town, most of those are level two power sources. Well, finally, that means level three. That's our big dog. Those power stations will take about 30 minutes to one hour to fill up your car. Unfortunately, there are very few of those in the United States. According to Carfax, there are fewer than 5,000 level three power stations in America as compared to 35,000 level twos. And for what it's worth, there are over 115,000 gas stations. That's according to MarketWatch. Now, to be fair, there is some money in Joe Biden's climate change bill to add more level three stations. So it is possible that we could see more of these level three things pop up down the road. Okay, so that's the summary of our first variable, your power source. But we've still got four more variables to go on how long it'll take to fill up your batteries. And depending on each car, 
and the variables involved, well, your charge times might go way up or just down a tiny bit. So for instance, we now have to consider your what's called maximum charge rate. So remember when I said that your charger is actually inside your car? Well, it is. And each car charges at a different rate. The calculation of that is a bit complicated. You divide the battery capacity by the power rating of your car's onboard charger, and then you subtract 10% of power loss associated with charging it, and whew, you get a headache and your maximum charge rate. Now, some electric vehicles like that Tesla I just mentioned, well, they have very high maximum charge rates, so they can take advantage of the level three power stations and get charged up pretty quickly, but others much slower. So it all depends on the model and the year of manufacture. So bottom line, folks, you can pull up with your very expensive electric vehicle to a level three station expecting a fast charge. But if your car's maximum charge rate is slow, you are going to be waiting many, many, many hours or even days. All right. So let's move on from power source and our charging rates to a variable that's a little bit more understandable, and that is weather you see, when it's cold outside, batteries just don't like to charge as fast. Uh, but then again, batteries also don't like to charge fast when it's hot outside either. And that's because it can affect what's called your electric car's thermal management systems and internal resistance. I have no idea what either of those things mean or do. But I do know that if it's too hot or it's too cold, you're going to be sitting around a lot longer to charge your vehicle. So bottom line here, folks, your electric car is a little bit of a princess and only likes to be charged in Goldilocks-like temperatures. So I am sorry if you live in Arizona or Alaska because you are probably going to be a little bit too hot or too cold for a fast charge. And if it's wintertime or summer, then we're all in trouble, no matter where we live. In other words, there is no sort of just right with this Goldilocks challenge. Okay, let's talk about our fourth variable. Is your battery empty or full? And that kind of makes sense. That's similar to our gas-powered cars. But you should know that electric vehicle manufacturers tell buyers that their batteries should generally not go below a 20% charge or above an 80% charge, especially when it's hot out because of those thermal management systems and such. Again, the science here is a little bit complicated, but just remember, your battery is a real princess. Finally, there are a collection of other variables that I toss into the same bucket, and I call them miscellaneous variables. So for instance, how long the power cord is from the power station to your car, that actually matters. Or how often you brake, how often you use your air conditioning and your heater, or if you use the car to drive shorter distances or longer distances. So what's interesting is that electric vehicles and their batteries do better with lower speed and shorter distances. That's according to Kelly Blue Book. So folks, there you have it. We have come to the end of our special brief today. We've covered the costs, the repairs, the insurance, the charging variables, all the things that you need to know for dirty green electric vehicles. Now, I hope all of that was informative. And frankly, I hope that we are all much wiser on what's coming. Because remember, states are now passing laws saying that you have to buy these things at the showroom. No more gas-powered cars. And vehicle manufacturers are nodding along in agreement. As a reminder, General Motors has already announced that it's phasing out all gas-powered cars by 2035. 
Ford is doing the same, though, by the year 2040. So ready or not, here we come. Now, if you think that this is a good idea, then wonderful. You can now go to a showroom and buy that car as an informed consumer. But if you listen to this brief and you think, you know, this technology isn't quite ready, or you don't like supporting child labor or communists in China for your battery packs, or you think about the price tag of the car and wonder, how will America's poor people and the middle class afford these things? Well, if that's what you're wrestling with this morning, you might want to remember that at the showroom, or if I may be so bold, at the ballot box. Because ultimately, this isn't about cars, not really. This is about politics. If it were about cars, states like California would still let you buy what you wanted when you walked into the showroom. Or GM and Ford would still make what the market desires. But that's not what's happening, is it? So I wish you good luck in whatever decision you make on buying your next car. And for what it's worth, I really, really hope that we get this right. This dirty green revolution. Because if not, all we need to do is look at Europe this morning and realize that recovering from this dirty green mistake, if that's what this turns out to be, well, it's going to be a very, very costly mistake. And with that, one more thing before I let you go. A listener question, as always, we'll be right back. Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, once again, Pure Talk is investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. Now, you've heard me talk about Pure Talk before, right? How they provide excellent coverage and service with industry-beating rates. And now, I'm happy to announce that Pure Talk is also providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, but now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. Look, that's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Bring your phone, and Pure Talk's eSIM technology makes switching so simple. Or you can get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Make the switch to the cell phone company that I know will provide you with outstanding service and value. Pure Talk. Just go to puretalk.com baker, that's B-A-K-E-R, just like you imagined, to start saving today. And when you do, you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, visit puretalk.com slash baker to start saving on wireless at home and abroad. Mike Baker here. I want to take just a minute to talk about something of real importance to you and your family's financial well-being, and that's life insurance. Look, I know it's not everyone's favorite topic, and, and a lot of folks avoid talking about it or they put it off thinking it's too costly or too complicated or you'll get to it some other day. And it's true, finding the right policy on your own can be time-consuming and complex. But I'm here to tell you, life insurance is an important safety net for your family. And that's why I'm happy to tell you about Policy Genius. Policy Genius is the country's leading online insurance marketplace. It saves you time and money so you can provide your family with a financial safety net starting today. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for a million dollars of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Now, for me, having an appropriate life insurance policy, well, it means less stress, less worry, 
I know that my amazing wife and our kids will be properly taken care of and provided for should something happen to me. Now, back when I was in the market for life insurance, and that was a while back, I did my searching the old-fashioned way. Lots of telephone calls, paperwork, faxes, maybe even a beeper. I would have loved to have Policy Genius to streamline the whole process. Policy Genius helps you compare all your options from top companies and provides a team of unbiased, licensed experts to walk you through the decision making. You can compare quotes with just a few clicks, find just the right policy, and Bob's your uncle. And they've got thousands of five star reviews on Google and Trustpilot from customers who found the best fit for their needs. Check life insurance off your to do list in no time with Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. Welcome back to the PDB, ladies and gentlemen. One more thing this morning. Steve from New York wrote in with a pretty thoughtful critique about how I end every podcast. So here's what he said. I love the verse that you close your podcast with. However, verse 32 doesn't work without following the instructions from verse 31. So I encourage you to include John chapter 8, verse 31 in your closing at least once a week so you can't be accused of misleading folks. Steve, I really loved your note. Thank you so much for caring so much about that verse and your Christian faith and making sure that it's not spoken of incorrectly or loosely. Your heart is admirable and, in, if I may, quite beautiful in its commitment. But let me explain why I closed the podcast with that one verse in particular. When a person walks into CIA headquarters, they'll most likely walk into the original building. It's called OHB. And you'll see a few different things. First is the wall of stars. A lot of movies and TV shows speak about it or highlight it, and for good reason. Each star chiseled into that marble wall represents a CIA officer who died in the line of duty. But Steve, not far from that wall of stars, you'll see another wall. And on that wall reads the following. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. That inscription was chiseled into the wall in 1961. The director at the time, Alan Dulles, wanted that Bible verse in the lobby. He wanted to use his faith and the faith of so many other Americans like myself to remind CIA officers of the importance of truth, of seeking truth, and then giving that truth to policymakers. And that verse became the unofficial motto of the CIA. It represents the covenant, in this case, between a spy and the American people, and their representatives, of course, in the White House and Congress. And that's why I use that verse to close out the podcast. I try to bring you the truth with facts and data. Although, fair enough, I know that sometimes my opinion slips on in. But I do hope that you, Steve, and everybody else, I hope that everyone knows that I'm doing my level best to bring you that spirit of truth with every episode of the President's Daily Brief. Because if we do this right, we can take what we talk about here on this podcast, and we can go out into the world and better lead the nation. We can better achieve the goal that our forefathers and mothers set down for us, written so beautifully, so eloquently in the preamble of our Constitution. And if I can paraphrase their wisdom, we are here to create a more perfect union, and not just for us, but for our posterity as well. 
And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes your morning brief. As always, we close out the show reminding each other of why we are here, talking about our country and our world. It's the creed of every good spy and every smart American. It's from John chapter 8, verse 32. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Good day. Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, spring is in full swing, and for millions of folks, that means yard work and gardening. Am I right? Now, here's a pro tip for those of you looking to spruce up your landscaping. Fast-growing trees is the largest online nursery in the U.S. They've got over 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. Save yourself the time and trouble of multiple trips to those crowded nurseries. You know what I'm talking about. Fast-growing trees is a complete time saver. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all, and it's delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. They can tell you what grows best in your area, how to plant, when to plant. It's like having your own expert gardener. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And listeners to the President's Daily Brief can get an extra 15% off by using promo code PDB at checkout. So go to FastGrowingTrees.com and use promo code PDB at checkout. What is the No Spin News all about? You know that this is a fact-based analysis news program. You know that. We avoid speculation. We don't do conspiracies here. We don't do party politics here. We're not nonpartisan. That's wrong. Not that. Okay, we are advocates for a stronger America and a more just society. We don't believe in communism. We don't believe in socialism. We don't believe in nihilism. We don't believe in the progressive woke culture. We think it is un-American. We don't support that. So you should know what we are, and it would then crystallize what we do. Listen to the No Spin News. Subscribe to Bill O'Reilly's podcast feed wherever podcasts are available.